God damn it, really? Hey, everybody, welcome to I'm Okay, You're Okay, I'm Not Okay, You're Not Okay. With me, Bob Schneider, and your other host, Clint Wells. You're welcome. Well, here we are, yet another episode of I'm Okay, You're Okay, I'm Not Okay, You're Not Okay. And I think today we are both doing okay, which is nice. We have good episodes when we're both feeling okay. We have good episodes when we're feeling not okay. That's because we're fucking professionals. Dude, what's your relationship with coffee? Well, it's pretty good. I can't like re- how many cups? How many cups are you pulling down a day? If I have more than two, I feel bad. So I, I generally only have two, but depending on what's cranking that day, um, I might have three or four, and I always feel bad. So now you have them in the morning, or when do you have them? Yeah, I know you have them before the podcast, which we record at two thirty in the afternoon. Yeah, I usually have one in the morning and one in the afternoon. Yeah, unless I'm, usually, if yeah, I'm flying, I'm, if I'm flying, I have none because I. I found out last year that I was, I don't know if you remember this, but I was having a lot of panic attacks and it was really, oh, yeah. really scaring me. And I found out that it, it was triggered by coffee, alcohol, and heat. So cut all that shit out when I was flying, not a single panic attack since. Yeah. I, I'm kind of there too. Like if I could, like I would love nothing more than like, I found out that Balzac, do you know the uh, zip, the French writer Balzac? <laughs> I don't. I know the Guar bass player Balzac. Anyways, he's a real famous French writer, and I heard that he would drink fifty cups of coffee a day. No fucking way. And so my brain works this way. Oh, anything up to fifty is fine. Because <laughs> that <laughs> that's guy the way did my it. brain works. <laughs> so for a while, for a while, I was drinking a lot of coffee. But I will say this: over the last six months or so, I've had a little bit of anxiety and. Now I kind of have to keep my my coffee intake to kind of a I'm with you. I'm I'm in about 2 cups a day now. If I have if I have 3, which I sometimes do, I get a little edgy. Like yeah. it makes it does make me feel bad. It's a weird thing. Here's a question. I don't like coffee enough to deal with that problem by offsetting with decaf, but I do have some friends that have a lot of success with decaf. Had you ever tried once you get past that second cup just have decaf because a lot of it's yeah. I mean, there's obviously caffeine, but a lot of it's placebo too. It's the ritual. It's hot. You make it, you put the mug in, you're sipping on it, but there's no caffeine to make you feel like shit. Well, here's the problem with, with decaf. And it's the same problem with non-alcoholic beer. There's very little good decaf coffee. It all kind of tastes like shit. Same with decaf with uh, non-alcoholic beer. It's all, Most of it's shitty. I never really understood the non-alcoholic beer. I mean, me neither. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm drinking the coffee for the high. Yeah. I want that fucking nudge. Now, if I'm going to drink some hot liquid, guess what I've got a cupboard full of? Rod, Rod Stewart's cum. <laughs> oh, you keep that in the fridge. I forgot. Your mouth's canceled. <laughs> Dude, literally 10 things came into my head. All of them horrible. All of them cancelable. All of them are. All of them put me on a watch list. Anyways, <laughs> what I have in my cupboard is delicious varieties of non-caffeinated teas and dude i got into some tea a while back dude and i i I like myself a nice hot cup of chamomile or some ginger peach or some turmeric or some sleepy time if it's late at night dude i love some teas and for a while i was like doing all the honey but now no honey just straight I was rocking tea. Anytime that I start losing weight, which is every three or four years, I sleep with the, uh, it's called Smooth Move Tea. 
It makes you poo-poo. Mm, nice, nice. It's all natural, though. Because then I would make sure I was evacuated before I would weigh myself every morning. Which, by the way, ain't no way to fucking live, bro. Ain't no way to fucking live a life. By the way, guess what makes me go? Guess what makes the poo-poo go? Bye-bye. <laughs> the coffee. <laughs> Dude, here's what, I, here's what I do. So I walk every day. I go on these walks. But here's what you don't. Here's what I found not to do. Because I go on long walks. I walk for like anywhere from like the least I walk is three miles, but usually six. So three to six miles. I know what you were doing. You were taking a cup of Joe with you, but then you were getting stranded with a little poo-poo time when you were out far away. from. No, the I, I would wake up. I would have a cup of coffee and then I'm like, oh, and then, you know, you get that rambunctiousness in you after you have that caffeine, you get a little rambunctious. So <laughs> you then a little, I'm like, you get a little wild hair. Yeah. I'm like, oh, time to go on my walk. And then I get about halfway through that walk and all of a sudden it's poo-poo time. Yeah. Dude, when you got to go poo-poo and you got a mile of walking to do between where your butthole is and where the fucking toilet is is a mile, that's a long walk, dude. Well, then you got to do what they did in ancient times. You got neighbor. Excuse me. Uh, They're like, well, hello, neighbor. It's been quite some time. Uh, Do you need some sugar or perhaps some cinnamon? And you're like, no, Vince. I hate to be bothersome. Excuse me if I'm being a little bit no, bothersome. No, please. Uh, salutations and happy to see you. Salutations to you, to my kind neighbor. What can sir. I do you for? If I may be so bold as to say. Go on. It is so nice and so, it's such a wonderful, kind gesture of the world to put me in a place where I'm able to say hello and adieu to you, my neighborly friend. Mm. If I may be so bold as to call you. A friend, my neighborly acquaintance. Well, of course, we're friends. Now, what can I do for you on this auspicious occasion? Well, if I may be so bold, sir, if I may be so, how shall I say it, intrinsic, as to a bit of a, how shall I put it? I think you should do it, whatever it is, in a timely manner. Well, I Please. will say this. At, at this. at this point, something is camping, and believe me, you do not want to know what it is. It is for here's what is not. It is not a fish poking its glassy, cold eye out of the ocean to find the beauty of a sunset. I deduce no. I deduce the reason you are here. It is not the bud of a bean poking out of the clammy, worm-soaked soil of Georgia to find its way into the sunlight and then into someone's belly weeks or months after that? Are you sure it's not the bud of a bean? It is not a venomous spider peeking out from the twist and turns of a dark, uh, wooded-up shed. Can you guarantee me it is not an Egyptian asp? It is not a reptile that is... Found a home in some dark crevice of the earth to while away the heat of the day and then to appear at night with the moon's teeth marks on the sky, only to find itself surrounded by the talons of a eagle or a hawk and then find itself flying through the air like magic and then to be consumed in a grisly fashion by some young eagles in a nest somewhere. Probably in the northern, western region of the United States of America. No, sir. What I'm referring to is my own toads. <laughs> proffering their way to a new existence outside of my butthole, sir. 
And if I may be so, if I could be so bold as to ask if I could possibly find my way maskless into your bathroom and let myself shout with my turds into the void. Well, my neighbor, I must confess, my laboratory is available and open to you at any time such as this. However, during your most beautiful uh, improvised poetry, I do declare you shit your pants on my porch. I do agree that there is a there is a drastic amount of doo-doo on your porch. <laughs> I must assure you, sir, that there is more where that came from. I believe you shit in my foyer. I believe you come over to shit in my vestibule. At this point, sir, I have given up all the dignity that I <laughs> at once commanded at the beginning of this day. But at this point, sir, in time, I will say it is all gone. And I'm left dignity-less here on your porch, <laughs> but not shitless, as they were to say. And scene. The end. That was good. That You know what? Here's the score on funny level. Let's, Let's check, check the, the scoreboard, scores, shall yeah, we? Yeah, yeah. Here's, here's the funny score. Pretty good. Pretty good. You're right. You're right. Here's the score, though, and this is the more important one at this time. Here's the scoreboard yeah. on, the, on, the, on the length. Pretty good. He right. Pretty good. It was right. too long, wasn't too short, and it was yeah. the right amount of funny. He right. I will say this. I did get a, I think it was a text message from a, f- a friend. Go on. Who listened, who listened to our all English episode. We did, you know, we did one to commemorate the, uh, you know, England's. It was an experiment. Yeah. Well, we, we were commemorating England's acceptance into the world as a nation. By doing an entire episode in, in different British accents. What did your and, friend and have to say about it? She said it was the funniest thing she's ever heard. Like she loved it from <laughs> beginning to end and she thought it was amazing. So here's what I have to say G F A Y M F Y G. Oh, man. So, yeah. So different strokes for different folks. Well, right? I mean, that's... different strokes for different <laughs> folks. We've talked about it, but that's just, that's the, that's the deal. I mean, it is strange that when you and I get together to talk as friends, that a bunch of people listen to these conversations. It's awesome. Right. It's what we want. I'm not going to act like it's not what we want. I think it's cool. I think more people should listen to it. Oh, yeah. But to try and please everyone and cater to everyone's particular preferences would just be totally fucking insane. And we're not going to do it, and we don't do it. Um, we got a few emails here that I want to dig into. You can write in bobandclint at gmail.com. And uh, if we like it, we'll read it. This is a little long, but it's interesting. This is from Jed Moffitt. He says, hey, Bob and Clint, an unsung virtue of the IOK podcast is that it actually functions at times as a groundbreaking avant-garde literary form. For instance, in a recent episode, he says that none of us remember anymore, you guys actually improvised spontaneously an entire new literary genre. He said, let's call it tragic stories about our girlfriends and other guys' junk. He says... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. Uh, let's see and then he tells his own circuitous story about that let's all remember to treat our wives and girlfriends with the care and commitment they deserve cheers oliver lash not stack so this is another oliver which you know have you asked ollie if he listens to our show yet no uh here's another one from jordan lockett she says did you assume my gender which by the way is cancelable we are now canceled uh, hey, Clinton Bobbert, I'm Jordan from Seattle, Washington, just caught up with your podcast, and in episode 125, you gave me a shout-out and assumed I was a boy frowny face, but I am, in fact, a female. 
It gave I my, love it. It gave my dad. How, an, good, how good? How good is the name Jordan for a female? That's such a great girl's name. Love it. I mean, well, everyone knows my my love of the great Michael Jordan um, surpasses all, and uh, right. absolutely love it for a girl. I've never heard a. I've never heard a woman uh, being called Jordan before either. So that is unique. She says it gave my dad and I a good laugh when we heard it though, since I've had this problem for 22 years, LOL. Yes. We yes, listen to your podcast yeah. when we go from Seattle to Portland and we get some good laughs. Keep doing you guys. Well, I love it when I find out that the dude is the lady. <laughs> well, unlike the dude from Aerosmith, who, when he found out the dude was lady, he was upset because he was trying to fuck the lady. But here's what I want to do. I want to just have a conversation. I want to know that the ladies are enjoying our podcast. I don't want to, I don't want to necessarily have sex with them in an elevator. No, I mean here, I mean, yeah, without, without wanting to have sex with them in an elevator, like Steven Tyler apparently does. Um, I can say this confidently. I like the company of ladies more than the company of men. Dude, I did a show one time with the scabs and I don't know, it was for a radio station and they only offered tickets to the ladies. Now, nice. granted, those scab shows in the 90s, we were kind of like a boy band. So we would look out in the audience. It was a lot of ladies anyways. But dude, it was a show where there was no dudes and it was all ladies. My favorite show of all time. Well, of course. I mean, here's what you don't want to do. And here's what the Smiths did do. Here's what the Smiths did. And here's what Rush did. Every night they played to seas of people. And just like me and you, they like ladies. Yeah. Maybe not Morrissey, but definitely Johnny Marr and those other knuckleheads, whatever their goddamn names are, that are lost to time. But here's what they did. Played the seas of people for decades. And they looked out and thought, and here's what, they're, here's what the dream they had in their head. If there could just be a nice lady out there, just to give me, because you know what it is on stage, even if you never talk to a lady or meet her or anything untoward. Yeah. If you see a lady out there, you can create this weird fantasy in your head, and you, you you play the show for them almost. It's a fun thing that everyone in a band does. Here's what Rush and the Smiths did. Never saw one. See a dudes forever. Not Dude. a single chick. And those Rush guys supposedly were... So there, there were, like, there was literally 20,000 people in the audience for Rush, and there were five chicks in the audience, and... They all fucked those five chicks, by the way. Period. What? what, what and, are the all, and they were all married. They were all married, and they fucked the five chicks that were in the audience. Well, look. Spoiler just, alert: If you're let, married to one of the Rush guys, let me just. <laughs> you're married me, to a piece of shit. Well, let me just tell all the ladies something, okay? Now, me and you, we're different. We're different. What can I say? We're special, and we're different, and we're not in arena rock bands. But here's the deal: He right. He right. He right. Don't marry a dude. In a fucking arena rock band. Don't do it. He, he don't right. do it to yourself. Here's what you don't want to do. Don't go swimming with the great white shark if you don't want to get your foot bit off. You know you know what another way I would say it? This is equally as uh, um, powerful is don't go chasing waterfalls. Please stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. Wait, wait, wait. Just Can we just stop for a second? Can we just stop everything that we've ever done? Yeah. Can we just put, can we just put the brakes on? Yeah. Get out of the car and get a little fresh air here for a second. Mm -hmm. uh, car stop. Can I get out or is yeah. the car still it's rolling? Safe. It's safe. To right, I'm, I'm stepping out of the car. Right. Okay. You're right. The car is not moving. Instead, it's, I should have put some shoes on because there's some gravel and I have soft, delicate feet. Now, here's the deal. So, what you're saying is don't 
fuck with the waterfall? Well, don't go chasing them because. Oh wait. Oh. All right. So chasing. So yeah. So there's a waterfall. Yeah. And now you're like, oh, let me. Are you trying to catch it? What are you trying to? How? What? Here's here's what the song means. Here's okay. what I think's going on. Okay. <clears throat> You've got the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. Wait, wait, hold, hold on, hold on. So, all right, so there's this lake and a river. Yeah. And it's you. Maybe you fish in it. Maybe you swim in it. Or you maybe you just see it occasionally yeah. well it's, so you're it's, you know what it is you're familiar, familiar with it okay and, but guess it. what familiarity does it breeds contempt and so what oh, you got in your head time. is dude i'll go shit in that river or lake because i've seen it so many times i'm like i'm gonna shit in you lake i don't like you i'm like why do i hate this lake so much oh because i've seen it so much yeah well here's what you're thinking in your brain you're thinking i daddy needs fresh meat no, daddy needs fresh, fresh meat. meat that you're looking for is actually a, a beautiful waterfall. It's majestic. It's magical. However, it's in an unknown land. Daddy needs fresh water source. Daddy's thirsty. That's we'll put it that way. Daddy can't stand this fucking lake. Like I fucking hate this lake. The conventional wisdom of TLC, which yeah. is T Boz, Left Eye, and Chili. Oh, is that is is it the, their initials of the girls? That's what TLC is. I didn't know that. I thought it was a tender, loving care. Dude, T Boz, Chili, and Left Eye. Left Eye Lopez. So here's um, what I here's what I do when I'm hanging out with you. Learning. Well, we call this the Institute, the, the IOK Institute of, of Learning for a reason. In fact, if you listen to over a hundred episodes, you get a degree. What degree is that? It's a degree in zip. Third degree. You get a third, third degree, degree burn. Or ash on your genitals. But anyway. Ooh, ashy genitals. Zip. <laughs> Keep going. So, anyways. So all right, you can't, well, so they're just trying to say you're like you can't fuck chase. the lake. I need some. I need some fresh water sources. And they're saying we get it. Just don't do it. Because the, and then they but then they say and they oh. get it right. They go. I know you're going to have it your way or no way at all. But oh. I think you're moving too fast. And they're right. Oh, they're so right they're, about they're that. They're talking to their fellas. And, or their and one of one of those fellas was Hollywood Henderson, who was a a professional football player. Guess who? Guess who? Guess who gets more, how should I put it? Normally, I would say this word, P-U-S-S-Y. <laughs> but I'm not going to do that. You know why? Because we've got Jordan and we've got the other ladies. And here's what I'm going to do. Always be respectful of the ladies. Well, that's what we do here. But who, guess who gets more strange poontang? <laughs> that's, I feel that's better. Guess who gets... More strange, fresh poontang than an NFL football player. An NBA player? Nobody in the world. NBA uh, ex- except for except for except for an NBA player. NBA hockey baseball. <laughs> no, dude. Football players are definitely getting more nookie than than uh baseball player. Baseball players are low on the turn of totem pole. Guess who actually you know who gets the most of of anybody in the world? David Lee Roth. <laughs> After David Lee Roth, he's not. I wouldn't call him a perfect. What his, is his sport? Eating M and M's? No, <laughs> I'm talking about sports people. <laughs> who gets the most? Who gets the most? What's the word for a, a random stranger that's of the opposite sex? Oh, ro- roadie? No, what is it? What a groupie? Guess who gets the most groupie sex of all the sports? Who? I'm just pausing for effect because <laughs> when I drop this shit, it's probably going to blow up. Whatever whatever earphone you're using, if you're using an AirPod Pro or an AirPod or a, a Bose silencing, it's going to destroy your 
your earphones. So just get ready to buy some new right, earphones when I say We've this. calibrated for the bomb you're about to drop. Go ahead. It doesn't matter. Calibrate all you want. It's still going to destroy whatever you're listening to. We have futilely calibrated. Go ahead. Okay. Soccer players. I said it softly so it wouldn't do too much damage, but it's the damage is done. Soccer players, dude. It makes me unhappy to talk about how much sex other people are having. I don't like it. I don't, daddy don't like it. Daddy don't like it because daddy, all those, the soccer players, by the way, guess what a soccer player looks like? David Beckham, but not David Beckham as a 50 year old man who looks better than most people on the earth, but David Beckham 25 years ago. I follow a really famous photographer named Ross Halfen. He took pictures of a lot of metal bands and shit and world-class photographer. He was posting a bunch of pictures of Brandon Flowers today, the guy from The Killers. And it was making me upset how attractive he is. It was making me unreasonably, existentially unhappy. Well, here's what I know about Brandon Flowers. 100% doesn't have a dick. (laughs) (laughs) i'm passing out i'm actually passing out right now well i read yeah i read the i read there was a mix-up in the hospital he simply wasn't Uh, one so that does give dude i almost passed out (laughs) i'm not even joking dude i've I've come a couple times close to passing out in this podcast but right now i got dizzy and i was like oh i got it please don't pass out i don't know what i would do if you passed out that would be there's no protocol for that. It would be very scary. I'm glad you did. There's nothing you could do. You just have to wait there it, it, <laughs> to wait for, for minutes, get up. minutes or hours until I finally came to. You never see that in the movies. People pass out a lot. We were watching Honey, I Blew Up the Kid the other night because my we've been watching these older movies with my daughter. And there's like a famous passing out scene when he tells his wife that the kid's big or whatever the fuck. Right. And she passed the humorous passed out. You know, he didn't even try to catch her. They never show the awkward... Well, first of all, <clears throat> I'm sure you've seen it, but when people really pass out and they literally fall on their nose on concrete because they literally passed out, it is a really scary thing to see. And it makes this horrible, gross, lumpy thud. And then they they come to 30 seconds later and then they awkwardly stand up. <laughs> you don't ever see the the true nature of what it's like when someone passes out near you. I don't know if I've ever seen anybody pass out. I've saw, really I saw some scary. guy get knocked out cold one time on sixth street and it was terrible. Like he landed on his head with his eyes open. And I was like, Oh, that guy's dead <laughs> with his eyes. That open. Guy, yeah. He, the guy hit him and he was, he, he hit him so hard that he immediately passed out <laughs> with his eyes open and then hit the concrete with his wow. head and just lay there motionless with his eyes open. And I was like, oh, that guy's dead. And the How guy did- who hit him just kept walking. Wow. It was crazy. And uh, I I just kept walking, too. I was like, I can't be involved in this. There's an amazing video on the internet. <clears throat> where else would it be? Of, I guess, in the late 90s or maybe the early aughts. It doesn't matter. Glenn Danzig. You know Glenn Danzig, right? Mother. Oh yeah, big guy, big Wolverine chops and shit. Some bands opening up, like some local bands opening for Glenn Danzig, and I guess there was some issue where, and you and I have been in this. But I remember we were in this position with Blues Traveler one time where they wouldn't get off the goddamn stage so we could sound check and 
get our shit together, you know? Right. This kind of thing happens on tours and with bands, local openers. So Danzig's being a prima donna, not getting off the stage. Local band, guy standing up for himself. And they had an altercation backstage. And this is devastating for this guy because he's a huge Misfits and Glenn Danzig fan. But this is all on film. They get into a scuffle backstage. And I guess the guy's basically saying, dude, that was really uncool of you to not, like, whatever, make time for us. Glenn Danzig shoves this guy. This guy is smaller than Glenn Danzig. And this guy punches Glenn Danzig one time and knocks him out cold. Wow. And then he wrote a book about it because it got some traction. Wow. That's kind of cool. Glenn Pretty da- cool. Glenn Danzig, to me, seems like the biggest blowhardiest douchebag in the world he's a pretty good songwriter he wrote all those crazy misfits songs the only thing i know about the misfits is that t-shirt yeah that skull there it's the, it's so, the most famous rock t-shirt besides maybe the cbgb one well so it's like really lo-fi horror themed punk rock right and it's generally considered i mean uh, it's considered the best of that it's extremely important music to the to that world and um and he wrote all those songs. I mean, they're like little one and a half minute, two minute. They're super catchy. If you kind of take all those, the aesthetic elements out of them, just play them. The melodies are great. The songs are great. But his whole hard ass Satan shit, he always seemed like a softie to me. A softie under all that. You know what's so weird is that when you see a band like, I mean, I, I don't know anything about Danzig or the Misfits. I've never listened to their music. But so, somebody like that, like... uh you know, like a heavy metal band guy or, or just anybody who's fronting a band. Like it's a persona. You're playing a part on stage. Yeah. and But everybody thinks that's who you are. That's what we were talking about earlier about D- David Lee Roth. Same deal. Right. Paul Stanley, same deal. P- Paul Stanley's whole deal is that he's a sex maniac, right? Who, with his love gun, is going to fuck his way through the world. And maybe he did. But here's another thing about Paul Stanley. I think he probably is a, a nice a nice gay man. I don't know if he's gay, but he strikes me as like, if I was going to describe Paul Stanley, I would say like an old Jewish mother. Like, that's how he comes across <laughs> on stage. Now, Gene Simmons, on the other hand. That's who he is. That dude wants to fuck yeah. y- your girlfriend and her mom and your girlfriend's sister and your daughter. There's like a famous David Lee Roth thing where he's on stage and someone threw something on stage and his retort was like, hey man, you throw that at me again and I'm going to fuck your girlfriend. <laughs> hey man, don't be squirting water at me. I'm going to fuck your girlfriend, pal. David Lee Roth said that? Yeah, and the thing is, like, that was a real threat. That was a threat that might come true. Like, I was watching an old sta- an old arena show of Van Halen from like 80 it's like every dude in there that loved Van Halen is like simultaneously thinking two things. Number one, this is the greatest goddamn band on the planet. Number two, close number two. Don't fuck my girlfriend. Please don't fuck my girlfriend. <laughs> please. I know, dude. Can you imagine? They want to take their girlfriends to the show because it's their favorite band. They don't right. want to take their girlfriends to the show because their girlfriends might suck Eddie Van Halen's dick. Dude, it's so... I, I mean, you've been in a band. I've been in a band. We've been in bands. We're still in bands. We've seen the evil we've seen the evil with our own eyes sure i've been it's real it's real dude sure it's real like that's dude the most gangster shit of all time was usher he's got a song and he's basically in the song he's like don't leave your girlfriend alone in a room with me 
That's all he says. He doesn't say I'm going to fuck her. He's just, don't leave her alone in a room with me. Well, guess what? Guess who doesn't need that advice? Me. You and me. No problem. <laughs> no problem. If he wants to give me some advice on how to like maximize my cardio or, you know, how to fucking make a great yeah. vegan sandwich, I'm all ears because I got a lot to learn in that department. Like, what's the best way to tie your, your laces so they look cool on your shoes? Because I don't know. I just know the crisscross right. version. I don't know the cool version. If he hears that I'm going fishing on a sailboat next weekend, he wants to give me some advice on how to tie a Windsor knot. Right. No problemo. But if he wants right. to say to me, hey, man, just real quick, here's another little quick advice. Don't leave your girlfriend alone with me. I'm like, oh, Usher, baby, got it. You're right. If he wants to like, hey, these are my favorite shows on Netflix, I'm like, G- give them to me because yeah, I'm looking it. for something to watch. Yeah. I want to know like what is good, what what's the good shit on Netflix so I don't have to like look on Rotten Tomatoes or look on these lists to find out what's on there. Give me that. Give me, give, give it to me. Give me the opinion onion. But, oh, by the way, while you're doing that, I'm going to be keeping a real steady, hard eye on my girl. If he wants to give me a dissertation on the merits of Shakespearean poetry and maybe mm. even recite some of it to me word for word, if he wants to fucking recite The Raven to me Whoa. while wearing a monocle, no problem i no can't problem. wait to hear it i can't wait to see it but guess what my girlfriend she ain't with us on this trip no that's uh, that's just dudes that's she's just back dudes. home where usher is not where it's safe yeah that's dudes enjoying edgar Allan poe lit that's yeah. all that is yeah that ain't girl time no guess when girl time is never time <laughs> with with usher dude did i tell you my have we Oh, I guess we got to save it for the secret weekly because it's, I don't know if it's, if it's safe for work, but I've got a story that involves Jewel, Sean Penn and Steve Poltz. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Yeah. We are. Have you heard that story? No, but I definitely want, I didn't, I know the people involved. We're we're going to do it in the secret weekly because the, uh, it's, I can't do it in public. All right, support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash letters, I-O-K. Leave us the positive review on iTunes. Don't forget to write something about your goddamn hiney. You can write in bobandclint at gmail.com, and we'll read it on the show if we want to. And now we're going to leave all you babies at home. Bye. Peace. (laughs) 